Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. New York City Mayor Eric Adams goes on a tear. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast 77 WABC. You can listen to me on the radio weeknights, Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m., and there is always the daily podcast of the Dominic Carter Show for your convenience around your busy schedule. First of all, thank you for all the emails regarding my book, No Mama's Boy. The book is about my upbringing and some horrible things that happened during my childhood. My mother suffered from mental illness diagnosed with chronic paranoid schizophrenia. To this day, it makes me very sad when I think about when my mother was just 16 years old. 16 years old old when she should have been going to the movies with her girlfriends my mother was in straight jackets receiving electrical shock in state mental health hospitals from new york all the way to georgia i would be born three short years later and would never have a father in my life no man ever signed my birth certificate You can order a personally signed copy of No Mama's Boy if you go to my website, DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com. You can order the book also from Amazon, but unfortunately, I can't personally sign those. Mayor Adams goes on a tear. This is my podcast. Let's go. The battle over how to deal with the big problem of rats in New York City. Mayor Adams and my colleague Curtis Lewa, present day rivals, agree on at least one thing. The city has a major rat problem. But like everything else, they have a difference of opinion on how it should be handled. Curtis Lewa first floated his plan to release feral cats at the mayor's multi-unit brownstone, and to help the rodent problem by serving as the city's rat czar at no cost after the mayor's property was hit with two tickets for rats. But now, in a telephone call between the two former candidates for mayor, Mr. Adams told Sliwa to stay away from his property. Sliwa adding the mayor used the F-bomb and was yelling and screaming. By the way, I just learned what feral cats mean. Basically, they are wild cats that can and do survive outdoors. Sliwa 
and some guardian angels had spent parts of Thursday and Friday cleaning up the entire block where the mayor's brownstone is, first collecting bags of trash and other debris, and then scrubbing the public street and sidewalk areas with ammonia. Here's the backdrop. Before the feud started, the mayor was asked about Sliwa and rats in front of the entire press corps. Listen carefully as the mayor digs at Sliwa, stating that the Guardian Angels founder can come on board as an unpaid intern. Well, first, Curtis, yes, I will take him up on his offer. You know, uh, if he says he would be my rat czar for free, uh, I'm going to call him and I would like for him to come on board to do it. Don't put it out there if you're not willing to uh, live up to it. If you're going to write a check, make sure you can cash it. So, yes, tell Curtis, come to be my rat czar, okay? And he's going to realize this is not a Tom and Jerry playful commercial here. This is real stuff. And so, yes, I look forward to him. I would make sure, Adon, can we bring him on board? He could be part of our internship program because I know he's probably looking for a job since he lost the job that he was trying to get. Uh, so, yes, thank you very much for giving me that information. And of course, Curtis Lewa had a rebuttal. This is you and I talking right now. So I pick up all the headlines. The story has gone national between you and Mayor Adams. Did he actually curse you out? He wouldn't be the first nor the last, yes. I'm used to hearing F-bombs all over the place. Are you kidding? And let me give you the circumstances. Uh, he had given us permission to actually put two cats in a cat colony on a patio of his building. He is an absentee landlord who's been cited now twice for having rats build burrows right into his building. But it's a problem that other neighbors have had on that block, Lafayette Avenue in Bedstein. He got hit with tickets once. He decided to send incorporation counsel to argue them, which was wrong. It's a private matter, not a city matter. And he's got clipped again, $1,200 worth of tickets. And there's evidence of rat encroachment. It's right there. So I guess he figured, wow, Slee was going to take this problem off my hand. And so we started to clean up the area. We started scrubbing it. And we started planning, okay, we're going to put the two houses for the two feral cats right in this area. And we were making room. And then two cops come up to us, uniformed cops on Friday at about 5, and say, gentlemen, uh, the mayor no longer wants you on his private property. Okay, no problem. You know, okay, we'll find another place to put the houses. Although it was a little disappointing. I go, I take the C train, I'm going home. And a uh, person we all know, Todd Shapiro, he's sort of like the Swifty Lazar. He knows everybody. Uh, he's got friends. He's got foes. But he knows how to hook people up. And he's on the phone with me. The phone is uh, beeping. I'm at the station of uh, Washington there. And it's Todd. And I said, Todd, we might get cut off because I'm on the train. We're going in the tunnel towards the next stop, Lafayette. The mayor wants to talk to you. So the mayor, I could hear him talking, and he's going, what have I ever done to you, you know? Uh, why do you treat me this way? I say, stop. You called me a racist for eight months during the campaign. Stop this. And then it went dead because we were in the tunnel. 
The moment we emerge, we're now on Lafayette. Ring. It's Todd. Todd. I'm patching you to the mayor. He, I'm saying, I'm telling you, I'm going to get cut off again. And this time he's in a rage, the mayor. I want you off the property. You walked into my building. You get the F out of my building. And then he said a few other words that were not decipherable because we were, again, going in the tunnel. So by the time we reached uh, the next station, Hoyton Skimmerhorn, on my way to, to the city, because I hadn't come here to do show prep, no more calls. So I texted to Todd, yo, what the hell was that? In the future, give him my number on his dime, on his time. He can call me directly. I don't need somebody to patch through the mayor of the city of New York. And then he said, well, he was very upset. He's not going to do that because if he does that, there's a record of the phone conversation. Uh, uh, If he has Todd call you, the call was made to or from Todd. And Todd was just, you know, he does this. He's done this with me before for the good or somebody I'd really rather not be talking to. You know, it's like. So, but I want to make sure I got this right here. Yes. The mayor of New York City lost his cool. Totally. And and dropped the F-bomb to you. Right. But. He thought we had gone into his building. I'm talking to Todd later on, like, what's up with this guy? And he goes, oh, the mayor called me back. They looked at the film because he's got cameras outside like the other neighborhoods. You were on the patio. You were you were scrubbing the steps, the stoop. But he saw you did not go in the building. Now, he didn't apologize, but it obviously chilled him out. So he was of the impression that we actually went into the building. Because let me tell you something. Even if we had violated uh, his private property, because we had permission to be on the outside, we would have found rats in the building because they're burrowing in. It's it, Look, it's natural. He's not alone. But you can't be the mayor saying you declare war on rats in all five boroughs. And you can't even manage the problem on your own property. So explain this to me. Why can't you two guys get along with each other? He doesn't like cats, and he thinks the solution is to drown rats. You know, when he was Brooklyn Borough president, he had assembled a lot of the um, paparazzi, a lot of the reporters. He said, this is the way to end rats in our lifetime, and he he drowned rats and ladled them out of a vat, and even the reporters were, like, grossed out, like, yo, man, that's like clockwork orange. You're like psycho boy. He got all upset with, well, I killed the rats, didn't I? Well, yeah, but but, it's not the way you kill the rats. But this is bigger than rats. Yes. What is it between you and Mayor Adams where you guys just don't get along? You mean we're like ammonia and bleach? Yes. I guess that's the way it's going to be. But he cannot just placate me away and patronize me away. There's a rat problem on his blog. We have a solution, feral cats. He's tried every conceivable solution, and he's knocked himself out. Nothing works. He's tried dry ice. He's tried flooding the burrows. He's tried poisons. He's tried pellets. He's tried gas. He's tried everything. The only thing he hasn't tried, feral cats. And if you notice, he very much is like Trump. He does not have pets. Now, it's not unusual. There are people who they don't have dogs or cats or any pets. He's not a pet-friendly guy. He has no way of understanding how this works. So when the mayor used the F word, did you respond naturally? What did you say? We were in the tunnel. (laughs) What I wanted to say, I couldn't say. What would you have said? 
What I said in the New York Post is, look, you're the mayor. I would never assault you, but somebody talks to me like that in the street. You know me. I step to them. I'll knock you out right where you stand. Curtis, you cannot knock out the mayor of New York City. One, he has a license to carry a gun. Two, he has a full police detail. Hey, put the gun on the side, get in the ring, and let's settle our differences. So now you're challenging the mayor to a fight? If he wants to. <laughs> I mean, look, I don't intend to do any harm to the mayor. But you understand at that moment, you've seen me out in the street. I have. I went up to the Nation you're, of Islam. You're serious as cancer. And I challenged them, and they had me outnumbered eight to one. I said, yo, go back to Scooey Louie Farrakhan, you fruit of the loom boys. When asked about Sliwa's desire to be the city's rat czar for free... The mayor told WPIX-TV on Friday that 90 candidates are being considered and that he is close to hiring one, although all signs point to it not being Curtis Lewa. But Curtis Lewa wasn't the only topic the mayor was up in arms about as he tore into his fellow Democrat, his predecessor, Bill de Blasio declaring he's tired of the previous administration criticizing him. I am so tired of the previous administration and their antics. Marsha, we've been in office for one year, and I am hearing the previous administration attack us on Rikers. They wanted to see Rikers closed down, that they failed at. They attack us on the Department of Health and what we did around COVID. They were constantly, we were months into office, must be two months into office, and they were criticizing everything we did. We kept the schools closed. We should have closed them. We kept the man, they wanted a mask mandate. We said, no, we want to get our economy open. Everything we do, the previous administration, I don't remember an administration in history that says we want a full frontal assault in the first year of an administration like the previous administration. I called Bill the other day. I said, Bill, what's going on? You know, what's going on? And then the, the Bill's comms guy, who's probably the worst comms guy in the history of communication, he, he's an expert on everything now. Get this, Chris. I want to make sure you get this. <laughs> the guy's an expert on everything. No matter what we do, all of a sudden, y'all say, okay, let me, let me find someone to critique Eric Adams. You talk to everybody, and everybody says, no, we think Eric did the right thing. Oh, let's just find someone from the previous administration. And this guy, I'm going to attack Eric for everything. And you guys act like this guy is credible. Who cares what he thinks? <laughs> Here is how de Blasio responded, tweeting, quote, I certainly understand how difficult it is to govern this city, which is why I have offered him help in many forms over the last year and a half. We all need him to succeed and should help in any way we can. De Blasio adding, I sympathize with his frustration with certain critics, but want to emphasize this. No one speaks for me but me. Finally, for all the members of my team who serve this city with tremendous devotion, especially during the pandemic, de Blasio said, I want to thank you. You made this city better. 
Adams also announced the migrant crisis. That is, if the migrants continue to arrive here, that they could drive the city bankrupt financially, though he would not blame President Biden. The president finally made it to the border Sunday for the first time as president. We have to solve the migrant immigrant issue. So it's easy to point to whoever is in the White House at the time. Those are band-aids. We have a problem at our borders. And El Paso shouldn't be going through this, and no other city should be going through this. And so when I say the federal government, I'm talking about Congress and the executive branch resolving this issue of our migrants. That's what I'm talking about. And we're not going to try to simplify this to say, well, you know, should it be just uh, Washington? No, we have an immigrant crisis that we can't continue to ignore. Bankrupt. So the city could conceivably go bankrupt because New York is a sanctuary city and you, Mr. Mayor, played politics in welcoming them here. And now, after Colorado was sending migrants to New York City, the mayor appeared with my colleague Sid Rosenberg, declaring there's no room at the end. I think the president has an obligation uh, to deal with the immediate concerns. But when we talk about immigration, it's going to be a combination of the executive and the legislative body. We have to address this. And El Paso should not be going through this. Chicago should not be going through this. Houston, Washington, New York. No city should, should have to make a decision if they're going to provide for their citizens, particularly coming out of COVID, or if they're going to deal with the onslaught of migrants and asylum seekers. We received over 30,000 asylum seekers that are in need of not only shelter, but food, education for children, health care, uh, some of the basic items that are needed. And this is really impacting on the quality of life of New York and our ability to provide for everyday long-term New Yorkers on the needs that they have during this difficult time. And so this must be addressed. Now, we were notified, uh, Sid, we were notified yesterday that the governor of Colorado is now stating that they are going to be sending migrants to places like New York and Chicago. Uh, this is just unfair uh, for local governments to have to take on this national obligation. We've done our job. Uh, there's no more room at the end. Uh, but we are compelled by local laws here that we must uh, provide shelter sure. and continue to move in the right direction. And the drama continues. The migrants should have been put in a tent city from day one as the world turns that wraps up this episode thank you folks for joining us again if you are interested in my book on my life growing up in new york city and overcoming numerous obstacles the book is titled no mama's boy and it will be personally signed for you by me or my bobblehead doll you can go to my website dominiccarteronline.com all one word DominicCarterOnline.com. You can catch me on 77 WABC. Weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m., midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store. From Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats 
and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, 77 WABC. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. City Hall.